If there's something you want to accomplish, something you want to do, something you want to be, somebody has already did it. So go find them people. Go find your peers and surround yourself with that. And I promise you, it's just like the old saying, you know, if you want to be a millionaire, hang out with millionaires. Yes. You know, if you if you if you want to be a drug addict, I I guarantee you all you gotta do is go hang out with drug addicts. It'll happen real quick. And 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 the opposite side of that, even if you don't want to be a drug addict, this is a good point. If you don't want to be a drug addict and you're hanging out with drug addicts, you're most likely gonna be one anyway. You know what I mean? It's you are it's you are the sum total of your five closest friends, the five people that you hang out with, that you talk with the most. Yeah. You are going to be the sum total of mm-hmm. that, whatever that is. If you're around a bunch of negative, excuse given, 44 pop drink, 44 ounce pop drinking, McDonald's loving, you know, Netflix watching, you know, that's what yep. you're going to become. And if you want to be great, if you want to be somebody who's who's an entrepreneur, if you want to be, uh, you want to be in long term recovery, you go hang out with those types of people. Right. And I promise you. Just through physics alone, you will become that. Well, so know? many people are attached to being good at things. You can be good at a lot of things or you can be great at one. Yeah. Because greatness doesn't come in many forms, mm-hmm. right? Jack of all trades, master of none, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of scenario. So I decided I want to be great at life. So I started taking <laughs> that's, life that's such a by bull. the bull, though. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm being dead serious. Right, like, no, I get life it. Life had kicked me so hard so many times that I was tired of it. And that leads me to number two. And they, they go together. If you want to be successful, become a good problem solver. So what I started with first was my problems. Okay. Once I got a a handle on my problems, why my head was operating this way, why my negative thoughts were taking over, why I was having horrible relationship situations. Here I was blaming the woman. Oh, yeah, it was just a bunch of. Yeah, yeah. uh, Yeah, out there. You know (laughs) what I mean? Less than ideal women. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I'm literally attracting those things like so why am i blaming the women when that was what i asked for yeah so once i started accepting that my responsibility lied with me and i started dealing with my problems it just became my life and now that's what i do in work that's what i do with coaching that's what i do and people come to me and they talk to me just naturally hey man can i just ask you you know i'm struggling with this and it typically is just me asking back three or four questions and they're like hmm Never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. Never think about it that way until you do. Like attracts like, and I know that to be a fact. You know, if you're a negative, pessimistic person, that's the type of people you're going to attract. If you're a person who's always looking for, if you're a solution based thinker, you're a go getter. You're you're you know you you come in early, you stay late, you you always are you know just these types of positivity. That's the type of person you're going to attract. That's the type of people you're going to attract into your life. Most people that don't have their stuff together are people that, when I'm having conversation with clients and they feel like they don't have it together, what I find most often is they're so concerned that they know what's best for someone else. They're so concerned with knowing what's best for someone else that they've completely lost sight of themselves and they don't understand why everything's falling apart. Mm -hmm. And so I'm I'm always like, why aren't you selfish enough? And they go to this negative space and it's in everything in our life, every language, which is why I don't have a problem with cursing personally, because I'm not saying it to tear someone down. It's just what I call passionate. That's what I do. That's what it is. It's not, I mean, I believe in God and that's a conversation I'm willing to have with him because he knows my heart. So I'm not worried about that conversation. I don't even think that's going to come up because it's just words. (laughs) Of all the things in the world. Right. We got plenty of other stuff to talk about. Do you remember in 2016 when you said. Said The F word to your ninth grade teacher? (laughs) Nope. You know what I mean? Like 
I don't worry about the little things. The Bible tells me not to worry about those things or really anything, right? Put your trust in me. Take away all your anxious fears. These were all the things that, like, if you read the Bible and pay attention to the Bible, there's a lot of knowledge in the Bible, and I'm not trying to Bible thump. I'm just saying there's a lot of core beliefs in it that make a lot of sense to me. And, and it makes sense to me, and this is how I live my life, and I happen to be winning very well. I, I, any ancient Proverbs, which is a, a lot of, you know, not even the book of Proverbs, mm-hmm. but a lot of a lot of the ancient Proverbs. You can take it back to the Indian Proverbs. You can take mm-hmm. it back to the ancient in, the ancient. There's so many different types of proverbs, and you look at those, and those are all formulas. They're all ingredients for how to live and how to have expectations and not have expectations in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I think the the book of Proverbs in the in the Bible is like like it, it's amazing. I actually I haven't read it in some years now, and now I'm thinking about going back and reading it. But there's all kinds of there's we all kinds of other a, proverbs. A Bible too. that we bought two Bibles, me and my wife, that we're going through again to just read it again, go from front to back the way it's supposed to be read, mm-hmm. read whatever you say that, and make notes and study it and, and ask questions and dig into it and just have a, a, a conversation about what it looks like for her and for me because we haven't done that yet. Like, we both know our belief system, but we haven't taken the time together to, like, have conversations about it. Can, we talk about, can we talk about educated. aliens? Can I come over and talk about aliens? Yes, and, uh... we can definitely talk about aliens some night. But <laughs> Extraterrestrials, not, is, not is, people from other countries. You go all the way back to the golden rule, which they used to teach in, like, kindergarten. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's an ancient proverb. I want the best person in the room to show up for me. Yeah. What that means is I need the most selfish individual, the guy that went to the gym every day, the guy that trained every day, the guy that fed his brain as much knowledge as possible to show up for me. Because what people need to understand is that life is still going to crap on you, whether you like it or not. And that's, that's the thing is we protect them against that. We, 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 in the, in the recovery community, they're called it. We have enabling families who protect us from hitting a rock bottom. They cushion our bottom. They come save our ass every time we're in trouble. They bond us out of jail. They give us money when we're hungry, you know, and those things are called enabling for a reason. And I don't care what, form you put it in enabling is never a good characteristic no it doesn't do coddling is never a good characteristic we have to i have to and i will the the hard times are what makes us without failures there is no there is no growth for me you know for anybody i don't care who you think you are i I agree i want to say i want to look at you and tell you the same thing but i'm just telling you from my experience like I never would without consequences. I never would have changed, and without failure, I never would have succeeded. You know, and and and, and that's the it's the like I can go all day and, I, and and things are going great in my life, and I don't really notice anything. It's when I get punched in the face by by life, by reality, I get my feelings hurt. I fail at this at this task I was trying to do, or I didn't accomplish it. That's when I have to sit back and say, "Damn, all right." All right, I need to do something different. I need to try this a different way. I need to go this way and and go that way. I need to, and it's in that, it's in that I become a greater version of myself. I mean, you go all the way back to biblically, right? John sixteen thirty three. For I have shown you these things because in this world you will have trouble, but be brave, for I have already overcome this world. Wow. He didn't say I'm just going to take it away. You're going to have trouble. Yeah. But be brave. Trust in me. That's spiritual if you want to go down that road. Yeah. You go down all kinds of roads where it, every single motivational speaker, every single Proverbs person even. out there go into any spiritual realm to yoga to everywhere. It talks about 
your mindset through struggle, not your mindset because unicorns are crapping on your lawn. Like, let's be real about this. Life is not peaches and cream. It's not cake and rainbows. For a lot of people, it's cake. I get that part. That's why we have a problem. But it's not a lot of rainbows <laughs> that follow it. That's why we have diabetes. It comes with obesity, diabetes, heart conditions. I mean, the list goes on and on and on, and yet we do nothing about it. So my argument with this and what I love that you bring up about this is we just want you all to pay attention. Nobody wants to educate themselves. We don't have any time. You're listening to this right now, so you got enough time well, to do it's something. The, it's the same thing. And, and and you can Google everything that I said. Yeah. And you can Google everything about fluoride. You can Google about Monsanto, Monsanto, the chemical company that owns most of the world's crops now, the country's crops. You can you can look at these things, but also you can't just look at the first thing that comes up on Google. Google is a great place to do research, right? But you can't just trust one thing. Just you got to look at GPT. You'll tell you <laughs> You got to look at all sides of it. Get up, go to groups. There's groups. Take for, advantage of that moment. Right. For that. Take there's, advantage of it. Yeah. There's peers. There's online groups. You can go. You can read books about it. You can get up off. You can go to the gym. You can start working on your, you know, work on body, make you feel better about yourself. You can, you're depressed at your job. Guess what? Quit that damn job. Jobs are very easy to find right now. And that's where you want to start your own, you know, find something that you're passionate about and go after that and tell me in six months that you're still depressed. We don't understand that we are actually in control of our brains. (sighs) And that is the craziest thing to me because it is my brain, mine, me. I get to control this. Like this is me. (laughs) This is mine. It does what I want it to. Right. Right. So what, Research has shown is that when you have an anxiety attack and you take a pill, what then happens is you have now told the brain, this is how I'm going to fix this. So your brain becomes more lazy and in reality, your anxiety now gets worse because it may have not even been an anxiety attack. It may have just been a little bit of elevated pressure. It may have just been a little bit of excitement. It may have been so many other things, but you're now teaching the brain Soon as I feel like this, I'm going to pop this pill. And then, uh, and then they do nothing with it instead of taking that moment and saying, okay, now I feel a little bit better. How am I going to reward my brain to drive towards something that's going to make this a new experience for me? Reward. You have to reward it. Your brain is like a dog. Sit down. Shut up. I'm going to feed you when we're done. But right now, you're going to listen to me. Yeah. So shut your mouth. Stop the racing thoughts, spend some time meditating, focusing, cold baths. There are so many, there is an endless amount of, you get all of these dopamine rushes, these stress hormones that actually are positive because they wake you up. They make you feel alive when you use them in the right way. We're all so lost at letting other people dictate our lives for us because I did a TikTok on the way here. I'm trying to find my purpose. Your purpose isn't something you find. No. Your purpose is something you feel. You f- it finds That's you. how you find it. Yeah. You it have finds this you. burning desire yeah. that is deep in your core that when it happens, and I'm going to actually take this moment to thank you because <laughs> while you were on vacation, I had a situation with somebody that needed treatment and they were lost. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Brian, I don't know what to do. This was the family member of the person. And I said, I got you. This is what this looks like. And this is going to sound very uncomfortable. So are you okay with that? Because I'm going to tell you some things that you don't want to hear. They got arrested. What did you do? Bailed them out. You already went too far. Mm. Sorry. But we're here now. 
So let's t- let's go to the next step. You have no idea what you're doing. So here, here. So why aren't you up at eight thirty? Make it a plan. That's what you should be doing if you were serious about it. So here's the thing with everybody out there listening. Like, if you say if you had some resolutions, right? This is mm-hmm. where I want to go, kind of with this, and yep. I'll, t- I'll tell you one of mine. Yep. Right. So I don't really have. I didn't really have one. But I, 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 after the show, it's time to make them because you brought this to the show and you brought yep. it to my attention. You made me aware. Yep. So I'm going to make plans. Sweet. So if you had made some resolutions and you, maybe you've already failed, huh? Eh? Eh? <laughs> maybe. Maybe you already failed at those things. Chris? Eh? I okay. bought a gym membership. <laughs> <laughs> if you made some resolutions, it's, t- it's not too late, right? You, you failed at them already. You, you, you didn't do it. Here's what we need to talk about is how you, to make a New Year's resolution so to do it the right way. Right? What are you going to do? Why are you doing what it? What is it? And what how is are it? you going to get it done? What is it, right? Right. All right. So what is it? All right. You, you want to get, you want to go to the gym. You want to yep. get fit. You want to do these things. Why? Right. First off, why is the most important one? Why do you want to do that? Okay. Why always with, has an emotion attached to it, and that's the strongest feeling you're going to get out of it, so I always ask why. Well, here's the thing. Here's what I want everyone to do. I want you to go get your pen. I want you to get your notebook. Yep. And I want you to develop a plan. Now, remember develop what he said. plan. Don't get out your phone and start typing on your phone. Hell get with out a that pen phone. and a paper and write it down. Write it down. Write down what the plan is and the who's and the why's. Mm-hmm. Okay, after you write a plan, I want you to set down, set goals, maybe daily goals, which is, I I prefer daily goals, Mm -hmm. could be weekly goals. I wouldn't go into monthly. No, maybe you can't go into monthly just to have like a, to look at what your monthly should be like. If you want to lose X amount of weight in X amount of time, you got to be realistic with what that looks like. Because if you go into a calorie deficit of 500 calories per week. 3,500 calories is a pound. It's going to take you a while to lose that weight. You got to be realistic about what it's going to look like. So, so set the goal based on what you believe you can actually accomplish without putting months, yourself right? in harm. A six-month plan. A Starving six, yourself doesn't work. A six-month goal, a three-month goal, a one-year goal, whatever right. it is. Like, write down daily. How, how is that going to happen? I want to lose 10 pounds. Okay, so write down daily what you need to do in order to make that a realist, to make it reality. Yep. And, and, and that means getting up at a certain time. Yeah. Put, you know, just write everything. Out. That's called a plan. Yeah. He who plans to fail, fails to plan. Right. All right. Oh, that was a good one. He who fails to plan, plans to fail. That's what I said. Yep. <laughs> Chris, can we edit that? <laughs> anyway, that I mean, that's what it is, right? And because yeah. so many people want to do this, they want to make these things, and they don't want to follow through. It, if you're not writing stuff down and making plans, you're not you're going to fail at everything you try. I don't care if it's in your career, I don't care if it's in your relationship, I don't care if it's in your health and, and fitness. I don't care what it is. Write that down. Yeah, we're going to get canceled. We're going to get kicked off the air, Brian Gordon. Uh, maybe we'll we'll get into that one a little bit later. Like we'll, we'll finish with that one. So if you want to know what we're talking about in the canceled perspective, I want people to earn it. So cancel if you want to cancel us, you got to watch the whole thing, and at the end, we'll we'll let you cancel us. Cancel us, baby. But in the meantime, I'm tired of doing this crap anyway. And I know you have, I know you've touched on this, and so I now we're finally seeing some of the media discuss this. What are we talking about today, Mr. Brian Gordon? So we're going to talk more about recovery, and I want to talk more about your specific branch of facilities. Oh, uh, you want to talk about my branch? What I want to talk about? I got some. I got some quarrels. I well, some I quarrels. yeah. So here's my thing. All right, we'll get into that. So we did the math basically. So they're 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 actually talking about this from the ages of nine to nineteen. Mm-hmm. Every five seconds, someone overdoses. Someone dies. Every five seconds. So, just for people to put this into perspective, here, I got out my calculator so you don't think that, I mean, I'm good at math, but I want you to trust me here. Roughly 300 people a day. 
288. Yep. Right? Yep. So when you do 60 divided by 12, you get five. So five every hour times 24 is two is 120, right? Five to 12, 12 to 24. There it is. That's the <laughs> even I'm messing it up now. So five times 12. He's just doing 12 hours. And then times 24 is 1,440 in a day. So in one day, we can clear out your whole entire high school. And that's, listen. Your whole high school, if you go to a populated high school. Should I say that again? And we're not talking about it on mass move, you know, mass mass media boob tube. No, you know, on the, it's not on the news. It's not on the nightly. On news. On a few of them, they are yeah, they're, they're we, Fox we, News. We I know some of you hate it. I don't really care. They do cover we'll, some stuff. Yeah, we talk. They touch on it, but like, yeah. let's talk about a real epidemic. Yeah, and then let's talk about you know we talk we do happen to talk about overdoses more so than anything else, right? But there's a there's there's hundreds of thousands of other complications that come with addiction and alcoholism that people die from every day. Absolutely. Car crashes, uh, heart disease, heart, uh, heart attacks, whatever. I mean, you name it, it can be very dangerous to come off these substances. So a hundred thousand people died last year from, from overdoses. Uh, another hundred thousand people died from alcohol and alcohol related deaths. And I bet if you put, if you take in perspective the fact of heart or drug addictions and complications and heart disease and car wrecks and all that stuff, it's another hundred thousand. So right now we're off the top of our head. We're looking at 300,000 people died last year from drugs and alcohol. And for those of you that struggle with math, I'm sorry, get out your phone and play this back one more time. And it'll, it'll, it'll all make sense. I promise we're not just throwing numbers out there to throw numbers out there. These are factual data numbers. And what people don't seem to understand is when someone dies from a DUI, now we had mothers against drunk driving. They were strong for a very long time, mad, but mad. now it's like they just don't have the political gain. I don't know why they stopped. It's kind <laughs> of irritating that they stopped. But if someone They're dies in a DUI, they still, they still do it. I don't care what you say. That person was an alcoholic. Okay? I'm cool with whatever anybody yes. believes. Don't get me wrong. Happy holidays. I, but don't ask me to change what I believe to fit your narrative. This I is agree. my life. I agree. So I'm going to speak about the things that I want to speak about. Absolutely. And the people that want to listen to the people that are going to stay here right now and understand it. I, I look, I've got friends of all religions and cultural backgrounds and everything. And we are all good friends because we don't push all this crap on each other. We respect. We just another. allow each other to live our lives. Cause at Come the on. end of the day, I go to bed with my wife and put my head on my pillow and I'm responsible for myself. Absolutely. So I'm going to have my beliefs period. My biggest belief in this whole situation is that we've lost translation. Okay. Everybody is all caught up in the hype. And we're, we're stressing ourselves out. And I say consumerism. Not why, absolutely. Consumerism. Yeah. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. COVID hit and all these things happened. It became really difficult. So last year, me and my wife, she had the great idea. Let's make stuff for each other. Oh, it's beautiful. And I got so much slack for it. And just to clarify for everybody out there, so you can understand the point behind it. It's not that I don't want to buy something for you. It's that what I want from you is the most valuable thing that you have. I want your time. Mm. It's the one thing Mm. that once you spend it, you cannot get it back. Everybody complains about wanting more of it, but once you spend it, it's gone. So what I want during Christmas is your genuine time. I don't need anything. I have bought everything I could ever imagine and the things that I might desire. Most of you don't want to afford Neither do I. A new boat, right? Like really, the one thing I desire is a new boat, and and I don't think I have any friends that can do that. So, like, I want you to make some cookies, or like, I want to spend time with you. I want to play games, and I want to, you know, have good conversations, and I want to dive deep into like intimate connection with each other, where we can create real memories. Because 
over the last five years since my sobriety, every Christmas has been so anticlimactic. That one's for you, Chris. <laughs> and it's like you get all hyped up about buying all these things, and then it's like you spend an hour unwrapping gifts, and then it's over. I want to say this, too, because I, I have an ill feeling around Christmas time. Okay. And it's due to the pressure. Mm-hmm. It's due to the damn pressure. Like, in early, you know, all my addiction, right, I, I never really participated in Christmas because I, I was broke or I was homeless or I was drug addicted or I, you know, it wasn't, I hated it, right? Because I, I'm supposed to be this person at my family's. I'm supposed mm-hmm. to buy yeah, kids' Christmases. I'm supposed, you know, I couldn't do no, I just couldn't do any of that, right? right. So then it got sober, and of course, a couple of years into your sobriety, I don't know, it, I don't know very many people that's 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 financially well off either. So I'm broke, and so I start, you know, you, and you want to, you want to do what everybody's doing, and and what you feel like is expected of you. Yep. You know, you feel like you're expected to get somebody a gift, and. And it just makes it really, really suck when you're not able to do that. We had 200,000 kids die last year from alcohol and drug overdoses and alcohol-related. You know, that's not even counting alcohol-related deaths. That's mm-hmm. not counting heart disease and, and all this complications that come with drug addiction, right? We had 200,000 Americans die last year. Yeah. And do you see that on the news ever? No. Do you see commercials of that no. ever? No, we're not talking about that. We don't because it's a real problem, and they don't care. They don't care about us. They're, we're we are we are the we are pond scum. If you're going to use drugs and heroin and all, then and do it, you're nothing to these people, and yeah. they don't care about you. That's just I hate to say it, but that's a fact. The people that oh, well, we're sitting around waiting on the government, this something. They ain't going to do nothing because they don't care about you. If it doesn't lie in their pockets, they're not going to do nothing about it. Right? You know, and it's. They created a problem in 2010, like big, <laughs> you know what company they are. They created this problem while the government sit back and watch them create this problem and go into these pill mills and, and, and create this Oxycontin and just push it and, and literally push it so hard in your face as a non-addictive pain medication, literally. And then they took it away. Took it away from everybody. Said, mm-hmm. you know what? We're gonna we're gonna come up with laws and regulations. And then that same company that pushed and did this basically started this this heroin uh, um, opioid epidemic and these overdoses is the same company that came back and had this magic cure for it mm-hmm. that cost a whole lot of money. So the only people that's gonna the only people that give a shit about about addiction and drug overdoses are the people that are lining their pockets and with these so called cures. So you know? I mean, it, it, let let's let's break down the reality of what's actually happening here. You don't want to shut down tobacco companies because they spend a lot of money on taxes. They lobby their a in, lot of their money. income gets taxed. They tax the cigarettes that get sold. They tax our dollars so many times, I can't even see straight by the time the yep. dollar is done getting taxed. Yeah, and then they they, spend, they take a lot of that money that they make, these Philip Morris, they take a lot of money that they make, and they push it. They, 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 they lobby governments. Oh, absolutely. 100%. They spend a lot of money on, on governments. Right, on, so they said, act like you care. So we're going to make a commercial that literally should have been about drugs. Like if they would have taken that narrative and at the end when the kid, they show the backpack, it's not a vape that falls out. It's a needle. Yeah. That would have made sense. Right. Because the whole narrative fit. And then all of a sudden I saw a vape and I went, are you, <laughs> he what? Was, he was appalled. Like, he was like are what? 
<laughs> this is the problem. With, this is what we just spent uh, however many hundred thousand dollars making a commercial for. People are willing to talk to me about it because I'm not trying to shove it down their throat. Well, I, I think that's where a lot of because that's where a lot of things fail. And, and this goes across the board in recovery and in 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 God and Christianity or whatever whatever denomination is somebody standing over top of you screaming this is what you need to believe and this is what's going to happen and even worse they always you're going to hell if you don't or like you need Jesus in your life no I actually don't <laughs> personally because I have Jesus in my life I know I know I know JD right? he's pretty cool you know we're, I mean? we're JC good. sorry we're tight know, sorry. We, we talk on the reg yeah, right? yeah. like he's we're cool. good he's my homie right I don't need you to tell me what I need, regardless. And Jesus doesn't want you to. I mean, if you go, you can get into the Bible, and we'll do that some other time about what it actually talks about this. But that's that's not, I feel, a productive way to get people closer to God. It's not. You got to lead by example, and that, and you will be a natural reflection of your higher power, whatever it looks like. Mine is God. I grew up Christian. I don't go to church. I don't go to church because I haven't found a place in the Bible that says I have to or I'm going to hell. So I don't go. I'm going to remind you real quick. Jesus never went to church. I know. He He went into the areas and even in the Bible it says go out there and tell people about me. And if they don't listen, move on. Move on. He also uh, walked into churches and kicked kicked over the tables. And (sighs) I just realized something. What? (laughs) While I was saying that. So. I love church. Mm-hmm. I love me too. I love good churches. Me too. Even more. Me too. And now there are f- those are those are few, right? So, I, I can't so say I'm not that against I, well, churches. I don't again. go from a personal I, choice because of my relationship with God is is not one out of seven days. It's seven days a week. I think church. I think church also is is a fellowship, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a brothers and sisterhood fellowship. It's a place to go and worship. Your, and that's what I mean. Your, I do that every creator, day, right? <laughs> okay, no. Point right? right. No, I get it. Um, now, Jesus said, "I am you. You are my. Together, we are all one. Lift mm-hmm. a stone. I am there. Together, you know, Jesus is everything. God mm-hmm. is everything. God is in everything. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I love the aspect because when I go to church, it's not about me going and it's not about me going and and, and necessarily worshiping God. I can do that on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I go to church, it's about whoever the preacher, mm-hmm. the story. It's about the sermon yep. and what I'm. I love to hear a good story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love to hear a good testimony. Yep. I love to hear somebody that knows what they're saying mm-hmm. talk about the subject that they know what the best. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You know that's what I love about yep. church. 100%. I also love the fellowships, and I also love the fact that you know church outside of actual uh, the sermon at church on Sunday mm-hmm. morning. You know, church is so much more. Mm-hmm. It's about what they're doing in their community. Absolutely. It's about the people that they're helping. It's yep. about all of that great yep. stuff that comes with it. And a lot of churches have lost that, I think. Looked at my wife. I said, I don't understand this. Why is this happening to me? Mm. I can't even walk. Right. We got in the car. As I'm on the way over there, I'm like, stop. Like, you ain't going to play this game on me, Satan. Hold on. Hold on. I get that this hurts. But this can serve a purpose for me, and I'm going to find it today what, one way or another. What happened there? 
What? It just it just clicked. I can't live in that. Like that negative. Like you what do you mean? It. Why did this happen to me? Who you cares? Felt, you felt that yourself in that negative. I, as soon as I felt that energy, and I had to look at my wife. I mean, I'm crying. I'm, I'm in pain. Like yeah, yeah. It felt like somebody took a baseball bat to my growing mm-hmm. at that point. Like can't make it to the bathroom. Kind of pain. Yeah. Don't expect nothing, and don't tell. Don't brag about it. Don't tell people about it. Don't you know what I mean? You do things because that's who you are, not because that's because you want something. And 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 wanting and expecting a thank you is wanting something. Absolutely, you and know? it's difficult. I understand that because there are times when I'll open the door and someone will walk right through, and I'm like, "You're welcome." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, guess what I'm <laughs> saying in my too. head. That one gets me too it every does. time. Uh, but I try to play the empathetic person of like, I don't know what that person's going through. That no person idea. may have so much stress in their head that they don't even acknowledge that I've opened a door. They didn't even see a door. They're not <laughs> trying to be rude, but I'm anticipating that's what they're doing. Right? I'm right. judging them. I'm acting like I know them when I know nothing about what's really going on. True story. That's the truth. Yeah. But to break this down as we close this out, if you're struggling, reach out. If you know someone's struggling, there's nothing you can do besides nothing. Best, besides the stop best thing doing. you can do is nothing, to stop, be honest. Stop doing, yeah. Stop doing what you're doing. As difficult as that may be, it'll be the greatest gift you ever gave that person. Absolutely. We love you guys. Stay if you if you like this. Send this over to a friend. Hit that subscribe button. Let Please. us know how. If you're struggling, know you reach thought. out. Reach out to Marty if you guys are struggling with other things in life, whether it be relational or other things. I do a lot of coaching for people. You can reach, reach out, out to him. us on on a lot of different levels. We are here to inspire, to help, to reach out. We are going to change the world. Absolutely. Join our platform. Share with your friends. Become a part of our community. And I don't mean ours like we own it. I mean we're all in this together. We just yeah. want you to be part of our family, and that's why we do this. We love you guys. Love you. Have a great holiday.